This is Coach Chris Holtman. You're listening to Drive the Lane Podcast. Hey, they say that they winning, but to me it's just a blowout. Hey, every week putting numbers on Drive the Lane Podcast coming to you with, you know, back to our roots again. Ohio State football talk, Ohio State basketball talk, and then Ohio State basketball tick talk with Jimmy Sotos, the newest member of the eligible Ohio State Buckeyes guard. You've probably seen him on TikTok. You've probably seen his uh, Bucknell highlights, but now he is a Buckeye and we get 31 minutes of his undivided attention. A great interview. But before we get to that, all right, you know, we're going to start about, we're going to start talking with some Ohio State football. Okay. And Joe, I got a take for you. And I want to hear what you have to say about this take. And I'm, we're getting right to it. All right. No ads. No, we're doing good. You know, we lost our bets. We're getting right to it. Because we didn't lose any bets. I'm on fucking fire. Sorry. I was a Clemson went away from 500, but we'll maybe we'll, we'll touch on that a little bit at the end. But I got to take Ohio State football. Boring. I'm bored. Uh, I agree. I watched. Intensely, I watched the first quarter. Maybe. Maybe. That's a stretch. And you know why I did it is because I was with my buddy. It was his sister's birthday. We all went out to this little outdoor, indoor brewery. It was very nice. It was empty. It was we had the whole place to ourselves. It was fun. But we're watching the game and we're sitting there like, we should make this interesting because they're we're gonna we're gonna beat the hell out of Rutgers. So let's make it interesting. So we placed two bets together as a as a as a team. We placed someone to score in the first five minutes and the first quarter over. Fast forward four minutes and 50 seconds into the game. Justin Fields drops back to pass and throws a 55-yard touchdown pass. <laughs> so I forget who because I don't even know. I know it was number two. What? It was number two. Well, Olave's number two. It wasn't Olave. I think it was still Jameson Williams. But they, he throws a bomb, and we stand up, and we start running around this brewery, like, cheering. And everyone's like, it was the first touchdown of the game for a game that's going to be 70 to nothing. What are they cheering about? But we won. It was like, we bet, like, literally no exaggeration, like, 15 to win 10. We were like, let's just make it interesting. So we did that. That And the over... Rutgers kicked a field goal. Ohio State scored. Ohio State scored again. Uh, or Ohio State was driving. They needed two touchdowns and a field goal. And this is all getting back to why it's boring because the fact that we're talking about this for the game, I agree with you. Um, Ohio State's driving. It's the last play of the quarter. And that was when Olave had that toe – or Garrett Wilson had that toe-tap catch inside the five on the sideline. Quarter ends because when you go out of bounds in college, the clock just runs. Quarter ends. Next play, Justin Fields runs it in. So we were so close to buzzer beating both of those. But, yeah, I mean, I agree. They're boring because it's a foregone conclusion going into these games. I didn't watch the second quarter. I watched President-elect Biden's speech and and Vice President-elect Kamala Harris's speeches. I watched those. And second half, I just was chilling. Like, I – 
what's the it's a it's almost like a waste of time and energy to like fake care like you know what's gonna happen you know it is and i want to apologize obviously i know olave is too all right number six though okay is jameson williams and that's who caught that first touchdown i was right yeah yeah um it's just still weird for me seeing it without fans. Um, also, I apologize for the number confusion. That's that's terrible, terrible on my part. The the thing We're the thing. Ohio State podcast, and you don't know that Chris Olave is number two. That's insane. You know, it, it it'd be one thing, but I'm so bored that I'm like tricking myself into being like, hey, what, why don't I like accidentally forget Olave's number, and then like he'll score, and I'll have to be like, wait, who's that? You know, but no, something, but. It's, it's boring, and it's also, like, obviously Fields looks amazing. Obviously, the receivers look unbelievable. We still don't know what the deal is with the running game. Like, we're, I, I'm worried about getting, like, false stats almost. And I know that Indiana's going to lose to Michigan State, and then Ohio State's going to beat them, and it's going to be like, there's no good teams in the Big Ten. There's yeah, no – but why does that that's, – that's not true. That's not true. I, I – I really think that Ohio State, the false stats, who cares? Like, if they don't lose, who cares? They, and they are talented enough where, like, in college football, it is so clear that talent, like, puts you head and shoulders above teams. So, like, even if they're playing terrible competition, obviously they're not getting the same prep. But conversely, they're going against probably the best offense or defense, whichever one, in the entire Big Ten every day in practice, right? So – I, yeah, but that's I, not – it's I, not the same thing. But I get, I agree with you and I get what you're saying. But why it's, is it not the same thing, though? Because at the end of the day, you're not going as hard. You know, you're, you're not going to hit the guy as hard. You're not going to – you know, Fields isn't going against a defense, okay? He's playing against a defense. He's not getting tackled. He's not really no, getting no. – exception who he, you I think we both agree that it doesn't really matter who he goes up against he's gonna be better right so yeah I don't know I I hear what you're saying as like we could take it a couple different ways it could be like Ohio State's not gonna get tested this year let's see what they do in the playoff or who cares what the outside world thinks about Ohio State and their schedule or whatever it's not like they're trying to make the NCAA tournament and they're like well they don't deserve to be in the Big Ten was terrible it's like no it who who cares like there's going to be one team from the Big Ten as long as Ohio State doesn't lose twice, right? So, I mean, I don't know. Is this such a weird season that worrying about the strength of our schedule is like true? Hum. When, when you're win all your games and you're in, but selfishly, I really want the Indiana game to be like a good game, maybe a good yeah, game. I mean, like, the reason why fourteen point win, but like I want to go into the second half and be like, okay, we're we're challenged a little bit. We're up ten at half, but like. This is a challenge because if Indiana doesn't do it, I don't know who's going to do it because Wisconsin, they may not even play them in the Big Ten Championship like we all thought was going to happen. Michigan, every player may opt out and coach may be fired by the time they play. I, I just – I mean, maybe it's Northwestern that's coming out this year, which, which happens before, but whenever that happens, they destroy them. It's just like there's no non-con games, obviously. There's no um, – there's no – Real good matchups. Penn State, you were excited about it. Penn State's the worst team in the Big Ten. Like, it's just – it's been boring. And obviously it is better than no Ohio State football, which, yeah. we, which we were worried we were going to have. But it's been boring. Yeah, I, I think the truth of the matter is, and we've talked about it before, we are spoiled as Ohio State fans where we 
you know, steamroll a lot of teams all the time. Like we, I agree. Like I would love, would love to have a Clemson Notre Dame type of game where it's like, let me, let me shit my pants a little bit. I'm so nervous. You know, like how Nancy Lane feels during every single game. Like I would like a little bit of that going, even going into a game, you know, like going into the Rutgers game. It was like, it's crazy. Cause I'm a huge Ohio state football fan. I watch, I make sure I have arrangements for every single game, right? But this one, I was like, it was weird. It was like, I don't really care. I don't, I, we all know what's going to happen. It's crazy. I think, I think, like, our minds are going to let us do this. If Indiana just absolutely destroys Michigan State and, and baby Tua, you know, scores a couple touchdowns and Maryland, let's say, scores 21 points and maybe Ohio State only scores – you know, 41, we beat them by 20 or 41. You know, if the game's a little closer than you would think it is, then people are going to turn something out of nothing into the potential scare of the, of the Indiana fine. game. Right, That's but the, the reality is the rest of Ohio State's games, okay, not to put a damper on anything, but the rest of Ohio State's games, okay, Maryland is a blowout. Indiana, you know, Right now it's 10 versus 3. That sounds great in theory, but but really what's the score going to be? Because think about who they've beaten. Rutgers, who who stinks and was that crazy Hail Mary away from, you know, changing that whole game. Uh, Penn State stinks. And Michigan might suck. You know, that that's the early returns that we're seeing is that Michigan sucks. So no one has beaten anyone. And, all right, so they got the Indiana game, which we don't know about. Then the Illinois game, which is just ridiculous. It's a joke. I mean, we don't even have to go through it. Well, no, but, but then Michigan State, which this is the worst Michigan State team ever, and then you finish with Michigan, who, like we talked about, I mean, it's just not – I don't you just even know. You throw out the record books, though, when those two teams play. Oh, wait, never mind. We win every single year. So, yeah. it, it is crazy. It, it boils down to, like, can we just fast forward to the college football playoff? Can we – it's like, we're going to get – it happens every year, right? Like, even, like, if you look at the Michigan game, everyone points to that game as that's going to be the test for Ohio State. And now it's the Indiana game. And then that time comes, and we win by three touchdowns. And then it's like, why did we ever think that this game was going to be close? It's We're spoiled. But this year more so because the team sucked. The good team sucked. Penn State stinks. Michigan stinks. I mean, like – even like Minnesota stinks and they're supposed to be kind of good, you know? So I don't know. It, it, it's really interesting. It, it's, it boils down to Ohio state football is so fun that they're not fun. Yeah. It, it, it really is that. And that's like crazy, uh, crazy to hear that it's so fun that it's not fun, but you know, we're being spoiled by good games all over the country too. And for whatever reason that may be that they're happening, there's been good games. You know, Florida, Georgia, even though Florida ended up killing them, the first 10 minutes of that game was touchdown, 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 pick six, touchdown. It's a different kind of football too. I mean, but yeah. Well, not really. Florida's off. Florida's very similar to Ohio State where they just have weapons everywhere. And No, I'm just saying like if you look at the SEC and you look at the top eight teams in the SEC versus the top eight teams in the Big Ten, it's a joke. Right. 
I, I mean, I guess what I'm kind of saying is like Florida, Florida will finish the year probably playing LSU, Georgia, A&M, Bama, when Ohio State will probably finish the year playing one ranked team at the end of the year, and that's if Indiana can keep on this trajectory, which they should be able to. So, but, but again, I don't think it matters. The playoff Ohio is State what matters. Football, Ohio State football is so fun that, that they're no fun. Yeah. I mean, it's not like the Warriors, though. It's not like the Warriors, though, when you're still getting dunks and, like, Steph is, like, pumped up. There's no one in the stands. There's no one getting – it's just a – it looks like a scrimmage. It's just – it's there's not – like, you can't even show the fans. You can't even get, like, the O-H-I-O. Yeah, why aren't they showing my cardboard cutout? I literally don't get it. It's such a great picture. God. Another problem, in, and this is not any negative against BTN. BTN's done a great job of making their presentation a little more foxy. But the BTN, you know, and shout out to our boy, uh, Chris Vosters. He killed it on the sidelines of the game. But, you know, BTN and Fox, they're just – they're different than the ESPN, you know, college game day presentation, which is so amazing and so, you know, incredible. I mean, Herb Street and Fowler are literally the best to do it. Right. So, like, to, so to watch um, – the boring game in the – no offense, the not as good, you know, announcers with the not as good camera angles, the not as good production. It's just it's, – it's, it's boring. One more thing I want to say. Wait, hold on. I have, I have to just say the best part about the SEC and ACC and all the other leagues is that they have some fans too. That yeah. makes the atmosphere of the whole it, – it's just like they're playing a different game right now for whatever it's worth. But, yeah, sorry. We can't, we can't stress this enough and we can't say this enough. We're not saying that, you know, we would condone fans or there should be fans or there shouldn't be fans, but it's exciting to watch it with fans. You know, you can't just, like, lie and say it's not exciting. You know, like, whether you think there should be fans or not, it's cool to see the games of fans versus not fans. But the thing – that I was going to say, and I hope it comes back to me before I lose it. What were we talking about? God damn. College football. College football, no. SEC, ACC, fans, Big Ten, Ohio State. So fun that they're not fun. Justin Fields for high Yeah, I got it, I got it, I got it. So the Ohio uh, State-Indiana game is at noon. And, you know, a lot of people were anticipating that was going to be game day, and they're like, oh, it's noon, it can't be game day. It can still be game day, all right? Oh, not so fast, my friends. For starters, game day this weekend is at the Masters, okay? Dun, 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 dun. So Herb Street, Herb Street is getting in his plane and flying to where the game is. Not in that Jets plane. Okay. And the same thing can happen. The same thing can happen for the Indiana-Ohio State game. The only other option is the 6:30 ABC game, which is uh, so. What he would do is he would do game day from Columbus and then fly to Oklahoma for Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, which he's done a million times. Which I assume is what's going to happen, unless Oklahoma and Oklahoma State. I, I don't know. How can you not? If Indiana's top. If Indiana's like seven and it's seven three or seven two, how can you not go to Columbus? I, you have to go to Columbus once a year, right? So I mean, it's minimum. It, so I, it'll be interesting. Um, it'll be interesting. I, I think we've covered college football wise. The only thing is that we all agree, we both agree that Harbaugh will be fired after this year, but barring an Ohio State victory, honestly, um, that's the only other thing I guess we need to mention. But Moving on, 
Wait, I got one talk? more question I just thought of for you before we get to basketball. Well, we need to cover we need to cover how studly our gambling has been. Okay. Well, maybe we'll do that at the wrap up. Give people Yeah, we should cuz I I shouldn't even phrase it like that. Like I've literally placed like four bets the last month, but they've all hit. So I feel like a genius. So anyway. it seems like Ohio State can beat Harbaugh every year. Let's say this – what would you rather have, Harbaugh and Michigan win this year, okay, and they keep him and he loses the next five years? No. Well, you didn't even let me finish. Or he loses this year and they fire him and you get a coach and then they beat Ohio State a couple times. No. Only – the most important game is the next game, and the next game, Michigan-Ohio State, I want to win it. And I think, I think also this team this year, with the weird year, you have the best chance of winning the playoff right now yeah. with Fields. Yeah. All, like, give me – I mean, get Harbaugh out of here, bro. I don't care. The whole – it's funny that people are like, don't fire him. We want him forever. Like, no, get him. Get his ass out of here. I'm done with him. All right. Basketball talk. Hoops. It's basketball season, folks. The NBA draft is coming up. Um. The NBA announced, I think, today that they're starting on the 22nd, and um, college basketball is this month. So we it's, it's been fun football season. It was a nice little run that you had, good, good, solid couple weeks. Um, but it is my honor and privilege to announce that basketball season is officially here again. I'm I'm excited. Uh, we're gonna have some draft, you know, preview coverage next week. Woo, woo, woo. We'll be, you know, we're, we're excited about that. Um, throughout the season, we're going to have hopefully some players and coaches, you know, maybe not just Ohio State. Um, definitely some Ohio State, though. We're going to do a big, you know, season preview whenever we find out when the first game is, whenever that may be. Uh, we'll do some preseason awards, some made-up awards that we think, like the most important player, not necessarily the MVP, stuff like that. Uh, you'll get some inside scoops from Joe because he's, uh, you know, he played at Ohio State, so he's got some some insight and some knowledge that I really just I can't compete with. You know, I just I can't compete. Yeah, well, but, we are we are podcasters turned insiders, so um, you know that I'll be bringing you the scoops like like I'm Baskin Robbins. Um, <laughs> it's pretty funny. Is um, Jimmy but, Soto's Tyler Hero's little brother? Honestly, you guys will see. I prepped Andrew to let him know that he's got the long hair and, like, he is from the suburbs of Chicago, but, like, he's got a ton of Tyler Hero in him, if you know what I mean. So, um, the interview is really fun. I've known Jimmy for a long, long time. I've known Jimmy's brother for a long time. Um, Jimmy's brother was so good in high school, too, um, way better than me. And he – I can't believe he never got a shot at a Division One school, but he ended up being a Division Three like, All-American – that might be a bit of a stretch. It definitely was all conference. Um, but dude's a stud. He's come, Jimmy comes from a great family. We had so much fun uh, interviewing him and asking him random questions, everything from how he chose Ohio State and what his visits were like to um, practices now and, and how he feels not being on scout team, which stinks because I was going to pass him the torch of towel gang and scout team guy. Um, but, but lucky for him, he doesn't have to do that anymore. Um, but, yeah, we get into a lot with Jimmy. We talk a lot about, um, about this year's team, some individual guys that he um, is excited about playing with. And, 
yeah, like Zoldan said, we could sit here and talk about Ohio State basketball, but we're saving it for um, when we do a big uh, preseason show um, where we have guys that are relevant to sit. Not that Jimmy's not, but um, we're saving it because we talked a lot about football. Like, well, you'll hear some basketball stuff with Jimmy now, and then we'll wrap up the show with some funny stuff. But um, it was a great interview. Love Jimmy. He'll be on again. It was pretty darn funny, I thought. Um, but, yeah, that's all the hoops stuff we got. I guess, like, keep thinking about Caleb Wesson. Like, all it takes is one team. We'll talk about him next week. But, like, I wouldn't be surprised if he gets drafted higher than people think. The dude went, like, shot, like, 80% in the three-point shooting stuff as a big man. Like, that's insane. He was number one. I think we talked about that last week, too. Um, in case well, in case you're like, where is Caleb Wesson? Why hasn't he been on Drive the Lane? Okay, we're businessmen. You think we're going to interview draft prospect Caleb Wesson or third in rookie of the year voting for the Warriors, Caleb Wesson? Okay, so he's a great coming. for the Warriors. He's coming. Okay, we're going to have him on. Him and uh, you know Steph are going to come on together. So just settle down because Caleb is coming. KC. KC. All right, let's get to our interview with uh, Jimmy the Show Sotos. Join us now on the Drive the Lane podcast, the newest active member of the Ohio State Buckeyes, Jimmy Sotos. Jimmy, welcome to the show, your first appearance. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Jim, we go way back. Uh, most people don't know we're like the only Illinois people to ever play basketball at Ohio State besides like Sam Thompson, Evan Turner. So I did um, not know that. Not not literally, but like don't, just don't take my word for it. But Lenzel Smith, back, who oh Lenzel Smith, but yeah. he's like almost Wisconsin, but he counts obviously probably more than me. But anyway, we go way back. As soon as you were named eligible, I said we have to have Jimmy on. What better timing? So. Our first question to you is, can you take us through the mindset shift from, from redshirting to playing? Yeah, so, um, so I go, I'm going into this year. I'm planning on – I'm working on my game. I'm going to learn as much as I can. You know, I get to go against C.J. Walker every day. You know, I get to get ready to get molded into this position, be a starting point guard for next year. So I'm coming in ready to work. And then, you know, I'm starting to hear that, like, then we, I might I might get to play, and I'm like, can I act? Is this actually gonna happen? So I go through the process. I, you know, find NCAA waivers, and then I get a text from Holt. I'm in class, and he's like, we won, we got it, and I'm like, all right, time to play now. So time to go. Um, when when you're applying for the waiver, correct me if I'm wrong. You got it got rejected once, right? Yeah. And so. <laughs> <laughs> so you just you're just like let's just do it again let's try again is what's the thought process it's like we might not win but what's the harm in trying is that basically what it was well yeah I mean I like one I just I think I deserve it honestly for reasons I can't really get into but sure um but yeah I mean we thought we had I thought I had the right to play I thought I deserved to play so we thought I thought we had a case and we applied for the waiver a second time kind of you know discuss what we felt was necessary and they were convinced after that. So appreciate how, them for that. And now we go. How, how different does uh, practice look like for you now versus like two and a half weeks ago? That was actually 
one of the first things I told my brother, I live with my brother here in Columbus. I was like, they they talk to me different now. Like it's now it's like oh, you're being yeah, you know what I'm talking about, Joey. <laughs> like they talk to me different. Like it's like, all right, we really gotta go. Like I really gotta be ready. I can't. I don't have I don't have time to like tiptoe into this now. Like it's you know, and this is gonna be the hardest schedule Ohio State's had given the circumstances. So. so so obviously, you know, you totally expected coming out of high school that going into this year, there would be a worldwide pandemic and you'd be deciding which new school to attend. So I, was, you know, I had it mapped out. Just my, like. my question kind of take us through like what your January to your commitment to Ohio State looked like. Man, yeah, it was a, it was a whirlwind. So first, I didn't even know if I was going to leave Bucknell. So I'm, uh, so I'm discussing going to that. I'm in quarantine when I decide to enter the end of the portal, and then I'm trying to decide which school to go to, and end up at Ohio State because I think uh, it was it was the best route for me. Uh, you know, coach believed in me. I played against him. Um, I, Joey, were you on, you were on a team when we played you guys? No, yes, I was you and Scott. Yeah. Scott. Well, and I actually had a, we we almost beat y'all. I actually had a, I had a pretty good game, but I knew I know he I knew he seen me play, so like that, there was a, a level of trust there. So, you know, I saw the route to the route to the court right away, and I wanted to be impactful right away. So, ended up at Ohio State, but yeah, it was crazy. I couldn't visit any schools. I could really only talk to the coaches over the phone, and just go based off Google images and checking rosters and stuff. So. So let's talk more about your relationship with, with Coach Holtman because obviously the recruiting process wasn't normal. Like I can tell you firsthand, obviously, when we have an official visit, um, we have dinner at Holt's house. You meet all the coaches' families. Like you, they try to wow you with – Yeah, you, they try to wow you with the family culture and atmosphere, which obviously you know now is the number one priority at – at yeah. Ohio State basketball. I missed, I missed out on the steakhouse. I didn't get to go to yeah. the steakhouse the coach takes him to. I, I wouldn't have been surprised if Holt called me and said, hey, Jimmy Sotis has come visiting. You got to come back and host him again. I know you're not <laughs> in school anymore. That would have been fun. But no, that's the number one part. You're exactly right. You missed out on all of that. But obviously the head coach relationship at the end of the day is probably the most important thing, right? So yeah. tell, tell us why Holtman was your guy. Like I said, he's seen me play. And, you know, that I don't know. That felt that felt better to me. He seen me playing a live game. You know, he's not going off film off what other people are telling him. So you know, that level of trust for one. And then we talked almost every day while I was in the portal. So we were just building a connection, building a relationship off of that. And I really, I really did trust what he was what he was telling me. Honestly, you know, I also talked to the rest of the staff too. Everybody seemed like we had a plan of action, and I saw where I could fit and where I could make an impact, and it just worked out, and it's working out so far. So different circumstances cause different players to, you know, transfer, change schools, stuff like that. But you got to admit, it was pretty cool for you to be like, yo, what's up? I'm in the transfer portal. Like, that's a pretty cool place to be. Yeah, it was, it was cool because everybody was like, oh, where's he going next? It becomes like a big, you know, publicity thing kind of in a way. But um, <laughs> my man Seth right here. <laughs> Yo, hey, you're next, bro. You're next. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? Um, dang, I can't, what was the question? No, I was just asking how cool it was to be uh, be able to say you're in the portal. Yeah, what's the uh, like yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was, I mean, it was cool because everybody's asking you, you know, it becomes a whole, like you're getting recruited again out of high school. It becomes a whole process. It's like all hyped up and everything. So 
that's always cool. And you get a whole new, a whole new route and it's a whole new chapter. So it's fun. Before we dive into the current state of Ohio state and Ohio state basketball, let's rewind because as I alluded to before, uh, me and Jimmy played against each other in high school. Now, Jimmy got the better of, I shouldn't say Jimmy, Danny, his brother, got the better yes, of sir. us. That's our big bro. Yeah, got the better of us. But tell, what do you remember from that game? Because I remember a lot. What, what do you remember? Because it was a really good game. Apparently, apparently I messed up somewhere. But <laughs> what I remember is Danny missed a shot, I think. It was Danny. And Kyle Bradley, our high school team's quarterback, also had a tip in at the buzzer and we won on our home court. We were lit. <laughs> that, was, that was a must win for you guys, because you know, road games in high school, you know, you're not supposed to win them. So it was a must win for you guys. So I'm glad you guys came out with that. Do you remember Will Boshes broke his nose in that game? I, I vaguely remember that. He got carried off into the, into the little corner. Yeah, bro, it was, they stopped the game for like 30 minutes. He yeah, broke I do remember that. Because your big boy, who plays at where, Vermont? Ryan Davis. He, yeah, he was a freshman so at the time. Yeah, bro. He was like an offensive lineman playing. Yeah, he was big. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dang, that did happen. But yeah. So I remember Jimmy, for the people listening, I remember Jimmy as a very, very short but lanky white dude who did nothing but run the team because you're a sophomore and you knew your role. You know, like you handled the ball. But it was like, all right, let's give the ball to Big Bro most of the time, it seemed like. Yeah. So now, what should Ohio State fans expect? Because obviously they all saw the Conan-Deerfield game. But what should they expect <laughs> now that you're playing, at, playing in the big time? What, what's your game for the people who don't know? Uh, I'm a sh I, I mean, I can shoot the ball. Um, I think I can shoot the ball with the best of them. So uh, I'm going I'm to bring that to the team. Uh, also, I'll be able to make plays off the bounce. You know, I'm a point guard also, so. I'm out here, you know, trying to create for my teammates as well as myself. Um, but, yeah, they're just going to get somebody that's going to work hard, you know, do what I, whatever I got to do to help the team get wins, honestly. I'm coming off the bench this year, which I got to get a little adjusted to uh, again. But, you know, I'm excited. It's going to be just kind of like add a new element to the team when I'm on the court. I'm really is, excited for it. Is there anyone that you're like, all right, I really like being on the court with this guy? Like one specific guy that you think you're meshing really well with early on in your Ohio State tenure? I don't know yet. Um, you know, I like playing I like playing with other shooters. So, you know, Justin and Dwayne, they hit shots. And it's always nice playing with guys that hit shots. So I, I am maybe the biggest Dwayne Washington fan in the world. Literally. Right? Literally number one. Like, if he does anything in the game, I, I tweet about it from the drive the lane account. Uh, <laughs> so I think he could be Big Ten Player of the Year. What are you seeing from him, you know, in practice as, as the season's right around the corner? I, I back that claim. I definitely back that. He could score with the best of them. So, you know, he'll get, he'll get you a bucket no matter the circumstance. I definitely, you know, we know Dwayne's going to be able to score. And it's going to be questions if he can lead us, just, you know, all the way. And I, I think we all believe in him. So, I'm with you on that, yeah. I want your honest answer to this question. Are you a little upset that, you, that you're not going to play scout team this year? Yes. Yes. I was I was really looking forward. I've never been on like not to like brag, but like I've never been on a scout team. Like even when I got to college as a freshman, I was still playing a lot. So I was always, you know, was a little jealous of my teammates who would just come in and practice and cook every day. 
<laughs> and I couldn't wait to kind of do that. Just, but. just wait, bro. I don't know. Hopefully, you don't play any scout team. But like, when you put on that green jersey, something <laughs> happens because I went from a, a really good player to I, I don't know. Like, I, I remember like being on scout team and like JT J Sean Tate, who he's gonna play in the NBA this next year. I bet. Like, he's strong. He, like, I was getting him so frustrated that he would, like, push me over shooting three-pointers. Like, he was so mad. But, like, in the grand scheme of things, like, I stunk. But that green jersey, nah, there's yeah. something special about that green jersey. So, I feel for yeah. you is you had you had big shoes to fill. We've had some really good scout team guys in the past. We had me and Dockage before. Yeah. We had Greg Oden. Dockage already gave me some buckets in practice. Yep. See, and he stinks. But he but that scout <laughs> team, it just – you just – it's unbelievable. So – I'm upset that Justice couldn't pass you the torch. Now he's got a who, I mean, who is it? Harry, it's it's Harry and and Danny Hummer. Like, come on, they, Danny Hummer's washed uh, up. Jansen, Jansen. Oh, yeah, new player, Jansen. Wait, no way, Danny Hummer's still on the team. Dan, oh, yeah, yeah, Danny's Danny's yeah, around. Oh. Okay, I was gonna say no way he's still uh, active roster member of the team. He's been there for <laughs> like thirty years. Jimmy, did you know that I Danny's two years older than me, and I graduated, and he's still at two years or a year and a half left after I graduated. He's two years older than me. <laughs> I'm, how does that work? How did that happen? He went to he went to prep school, and he redshirted. So he's the same age as Kada and JT, he found, he found who, who are three years removed from college, and he is one year removed from college. He found a way, man. You know, Jimmy, I I'm think jealous. I think people are a little I think people are a little confused with you know the COVID NCA eligibility rule. So because of COVID, you're actually getting to not only play this year, but then you get another year next year, right? Yes. So you becoming eligible is the craziest turn of events because it goes from one year playing to two and yeah. then you got michi who's gonna come and play and he gets yeah. five years guaranteed you know who knows what's gonna happen maybe he registers he gets seven years at ohio all this, all this. That, yeah maybe, maybe, maybe next year doesn't count either yeah you, know. you never know yo i would never you never wish this upon anyone but you know god forbid knock on wood he has like an injury or something like that. He could potentially be at Ohio State for six or seven years, which would be <laughs> so crazy. Which would be the first guy since Aaron Kraft to be there for six or seven years. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy, do you know about the Ohio State player every year that people go, oh my God, I can't believe he's in college? Do you know about that? No, I don't. So, starting with Aaron Kraft, every year there was a guy that, that, either like Dan Dockich or someone on the air would be like, yeah. man, or like on Twitter, especially people would be like, how is this dude on co in college still? Yeah. I so swear you've been there forever. It was, it was exactly like, but not only have you been there forever, you were playing a lot. So people just assumed that you were going to be done. Yeah. So like it went from Aaron to Mark loving to Jay Sean Tate, who I swear yeah. JT was there for more than four years. I mean, it's unbelievable. <laughs> and then, People, I would walk into an arena and people would be like, how is this short white guy still here? Is that, and then is now that, it's Kyle Young. I would say, is that Kyle now? Yeah. Yeah, it's Kyle. Like, it's unbelievable. Stuff, I, yeah, yeah I, he looks different now. Now he's all ripped. So he, it's a different version of Kyle Young. <laughs> Kyle, Kyle has gained 20 pounds and 100 tattoos since I first met him. It's literally <laughs> unbelievable. He bounced up. <laughs> <laughs> he, he would always tell us too, like, 
he came and he had one tattoo. It was the young strong on his bicep. And a lot of, obviously, you know, guys like Dwayne and Musa and all these guys have a ton. And you too. I mean, different, but you too. Have a, everyone's got a lot of tattoos. Not me, but everyone else it seemed like. And Kyle would always be like, just wait, it's coming. Just wait, it's coming. And like, I never got to see it. And then all of a sudden, I, I'm not with him for a year. Next time I see him, it is covered. It's insane. Yeah. Got it. Accomplished. Yeah. Check. Well, well I, I got, I got, I got breaking I news. Think, I got to figure mine out. Breaking news from uh, Buckeye Grove from this morning, from eight hours ago. All Jimmy right. Sotos is eligible. A little late, but they got the news. It's, it's all right. It's all right. Shouts oh. out to Buckeye Grove. <laughs> They're not as oh. quick as drive the lane. <laughs> I, um, um, well, oh, yeah, we are big newsbreakers, by the way. So, um, if you got – we're not asking you for the scoop, but, like, if you would have told us, like, that you were eligible, like, oh, man, that would have been fun for us. Just – All right, all right, noted, noted. Because, like, when – so, th- there's a few things. When Dockage <laughs> and when Dockage got the job at Elon, he told me – did he – were you in the group chat, Solden, or was it just me? Just you. So – but you knew, but like he told me, he's like, Hey Joe, I'm going to Elon like next week. Like and I was like, first thing I said was like, I said, congrats. But I was like, can we tweet it from drive the lane? Like we need to break the news. <laughs> and, he, and, and he said, yes. As soon as I sign these papers. So that's a week ago. I have this draft saved up that says we sources say that like, you know, <laughs> Dockage is going to Elon, blah, blah, blah. And then, all of a sudden the world just knows and everyone tweets about it and we were like doc what the heck dude you didn't tell us we could tweet and he's like he's like it's not official yet (laughs) and so we dropped the ball like that's where like you got it yeah now you know though now you know yeah like there's no soul in this in the scoop game like right we felt like (laughs) we were friends with him yeah like there's there's no hard feelings in the scoop game like we just gotta get the scoop out you gotta yeah you gotta drop it once you know yeah. I think Holtman did a good job with his what's up, guys. Uh, unfortunately, we won't be playing Memphis, but uh, Jimmy Sotis is eligible. Let's get to, <laughs> let's get ready, guys. Go Buckeyes. Yeah, you got to start with the bad news and with the good. Yeah, exactly. He, um, he should have – what he should have said, Jimmy, and I know – well, we can talk about your TikTok game too, but, like, he should have been like <laughs> – he should have been like, oh, it's too bad Jimmy Sotos isn't going to be eligible, but I ain't never seen two pretty best friends. <laughs> hey, I know he watches my TikToks too. Of course, of course. Even I know that they, that they talk about your TikToks, bro. You don't think they said, hey, man, mm-hmm. get your man on TikTok, man. Look at your man on TikTok. It's like, hey, let him do his thing. Let him get his clout. I love it. Yeah, man. It's, it's, there's a little strategy behind it, you know. You guys could have done a cool. You guys could have done a cool video with like all the coaches sitting in the conference room, and and they're like, God, we don't, you know, we don't have a backup point guard. What are we gonna do? Who's gonna run the offense? And Holtman goes like, Give me Sotos on line two right now. Get a call. <laughs> made a skit. Puts it in. You're on the other line shooting. I'm ready, coach. Let's play. And you gotta have like the Nike ad. Yep. Right after. Wait, what number? Are you double zero? No, I'm number one. Number one, number one, number one. Ooh, that's some big shoes to fill, my friend. Oh, no. Everyone's going to be wearing your jersey. That's like a NCAA rule that they can only sell, you know, random numbers. So you know, everyone... number, They sell number one. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. The year. So, Mine's like, there's like a lot of 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20 ones. So, 
but that's retired, I think. So you're in the clear. I I remember the coolest thing was that no one knew who I was, but there was a guy who hit a gigantic shot against uh, Xavier in the tournament years back. But his name's Jamar Butler, and uh, you'll you'll be familiar with Buckeye history soon. Um, but he was number 14, and so everyone loved him. Everyone had 14 jerseys, and then I show up on campus, and I'm like, "This is not yeah. on purpose, but everyone's got my jersey." Yeah, big time. That's dope. that's why capitalized. Exactly. That's why dudes like everyone wants to be four for Ohio State because they aircraft jerseys are everywhere. everywhere. Dang, that's true. See, I didn't think about it like that. Yeah, man. It, like Jay Sean Tate is is an elite number one, and then Luther obviously is yeah. gone. But but JT and that number one, like funny man. story. Funny story that involves you. So we took a few weeks off when Corona first started, or. Whatever, that's a weird thing to say. Right, whatever it happened. Yeah, yeah. And, and we recorded an episode, and in the episode we discussed, you know, Jimmy Sotos might be committing to Ohio State. What's Luther Muhammad's next step going to be for the Buckeyes next year? How's he going to take that next step? And in the span of, like, 24 hours, might have even been, like, 12 hours, we had to re-record the whole episode because Luther announced he was transferring and you announced that you were committing. So we had to redo the whole thing. So thanks for that. Sorry. <laughs> but good stuff. Thanks. <laughs> we're glad it worked out this way. Yeah. I, is... <laughs> I remember texting Danny and being like, not asking for him to tell me where you're going. I'm not dumb. But being like, bro, how <laughs> sick would it be if he came to Ohio State? I think like, he told me that. We could go to all the games together, and, like, he would text me, like, yeah, man, like, I hope so. Like, it's up to Jimmy, though, blah, blah, whatever. <laughs> and then the next day you commit, and I was like, motherfucker, you couldn't tell me he was committing yesterday, bro. Like, come yeah. on. Like, I was so hard. Danny it was so hard. Danny, right, Jimmy, let's, let's, talk, let's talk 2020, 2021 team, Ohio State team for a second, okay? What are expectations? What are what are the coaches saying? What are you hearing from the outside? It just give us a little rundown on what you're thinking this team's, you know, ceiling, all that kind of stuff. I think, you know, I think we're we're talented. You know, we got guys that can go at every position. Um, and we got a solid bench coming off too. So I think we're really talented. Um, and I think we could really surprise teams. And a lot of people, you know, we're not picked at the top of the league, you know that, but um I think we're you know, primed to make a run. I really do. Especially given the circumstances, it's not going to be, you know, ordinary in any way. But, you know, we're confident in what we can do. So I've never, I've never been in a, in a college basketball locker room. The two of you have. So I, I'm sure a lot of people are curious about this. You know, is the early season message, we want to make the tournament, we want to win the Big Ten, you know, we want to win our next game. What's kind of like the preseason mentality? And it may be different for you this year, Jimmy, than it was for you, Joey. But I'm kind of curious what, what all that looks Jimmy, like. Jimmy, this is a test question because there's an answer. Well, <laughs> well, my answer is, well, what we're focused on is we're just taking it one day at a time. I don't know if that's your right answer, but. <laughs> He's, it's in his head. He's and, a fuck uh, guy. what I do. He's a fuck guy. <laughs> No, nah, but no, nah, but seriously, we do. We really are just focused on one day at a time. You know, we're worried about tomorrow's practice where we got refs coming in. You know, we're going to get after it. We're going to get better. And then we're going to take it the next day. But in the back of our minds, yeah, we know what we're competing for. And we're not out there to compete for, you know, third, fourth. We're out there to compete. You know, we're trying to, we're trying to win the league. We're trying to 
get to the tournament. We're trying to be number one seeds. We're not, you know, we're not trying to lose. So, you know, obviously that's in the back of our head. But, yeah, like I said, one day at a time for now. Jimmy, very proud of you for that answer. I don't know if you know this, and I'm, I wouldn't be surprised if it's still up a little bit in the locker room. When we showed up and the Holtman regime was in, on the locker room where our name plates are, it said, didn't say Joey Lane, number 14 from Deerfield, Illinois. It said, do today well. That's what it said. So I don't know if that's still up there for the empty nameplates, but, like, we walked in and we were like, we got a new teammate. And then we read it and we are like, nope, not quite. I got to check for that. I got to check for that. And then there was (laughs) – we we had one day where we put up uh, a bunch of signs. This was with Coach Mata. We put – we – they had us put up signs that were, like, togetherness, pace, teamwork, all our, like, core yeah. stuff. So just be ready for that. Just yeah. just giving you a heads up. Oh, yeah. We, we got – we get not quizzes, but we get pop-up questions about what's written on the walls and stuff. Do you have uh, – do you know the six core values? I wish you didn't ask me that. Sorry. Can you name – can you name one? That's – I'll rephrase it. Truth. Good. Good. You'll know them all. You'll know them all. Trust me. You become a bit of a robot in a good way where you are programmed to be about the team, and it helps. Yeah. You're no, programmed, I mean, yeah. programmed to be the program. Yes. <laughs> programmed. Yeah, it program. is. Good. No, I, I mean, I'm seeing the way the coaches are. is different over here for sure. Like, it's, they, yeah, it, they, yeah, it's different. It's all about being two feet in. But I, I have some follow-up questions about the team, a little less serious, a little more fun. Rapid fire. Okay. And you can't answer yourself for any of these. Okay? Wait, am I asking some of the rapid fires or are you doing a bunch in a row? You can. You, we can switch st- off. We got to stumble over each other. You, we'll switch off. Okay? Really rapid fire. Yeah. You, rapid fire. Go, Joey. Go, go, go. <laughs> best shooter on the team. Me. Can't be yourself. I told you that. Oh, it's okay. I didn't. My bad. It's okay. Can't be yourself. We'll assume all the answers are you for now, but, but, but can't be you. All right. Oh, uh, Dwayne. Who's been blocked by EJ Liddell the most times in practice? <laughs> Justin. You're picking one person to get a perfect 10. That's hilarious, by the way. You're picking one person to win, to get a perfect 10 in the dunk contest. Who are you picking? Hmm. Eugene. Whoa, okay. Yeah. Shout out my boy. Yeah. All right, you're you're lending your car out to someone on the team. You got to trust one person to get the car back. <laughs> that, no, 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 no. To get it back to me or to like fix it? Get it back to you. Oh, get it back to me. Uh, uh, Eugene, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I won't give it to Zed. I want to, for the record. <laughs> yeah, Zed's a big car guy, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> really into cars. <laughs> Um, similar question. Who would you who would you settle? It's this is a weird question. To date your sister. Nobody. Yeah, because it's nobody, but nobody. Okay. That's okay. It's okay. Sorry, Zolden. That was not a weird question, bro. Well, who would you? You got a sister. I know. Well, trust me, I that question was asked a lot, and there was nobody. nobody. Not, <laughs> not a I know, them, I know them too well. Joe, you got more rapid fires? I'm out of them. Uh, yeah. If you're stranded on a desert island, you can only bring two teammates. Who are you bringing? And one coach. Ooh, that's good. Two teammates and one coach. 
to a team that has one coach. Um, I'm bringing E because there's a chance he'll speak the language of the island. <laughs> and I'm bringing KY to do all the strong labor stuff. And I'll use, I'll be the brains. Oh, I need a, I need a coach? You need a coach. Um, Hmm, I'll take I'll take Diebler, yeah. Yep. Me too. I'll take Diebler. He's good at everything. <laughs> yeah, he'll figure it out. He'll find a way. <laughs> if you were gonna wait, I gotta go. I gotta go. Okay. Yeah. Who's gonna lead the team in fouls this year? Zed. Um if you weren't playing basketball, what sport would you play? I should have been a I should have been a quarterback. I should have played football. Yeah, but Kyle what do you mean you should have been? What do you mean you should have been? I I wish I would have been a quarterback. I would I wish I would have worked because I like, think about it. Nah, I'm I'll get in trouble. Your only job is to pass. Like my best attribute, like my best attribute of the basketball, my best skill has always been like passing. Pass. I feel like if I really, I know it's hard, but that's mine. Well, I I have the same thoughts. Trust me. But like, well, do you think do you think you'd be a better quarterback than you are division one point guard at one of like the top schools in the country i mean see i made it here i feel like i can make it there if i did it the other way you know if i've really worked at being a quarterback my whole life i feel like i don't know what's crazy is low-key you are built exactly like justin fields <laughs> I'm, 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 am i really yeah i mean i don't know like Justin Fields is what six four and stocky, and you are what six three, and and strongest an ox. But I could have I could have got like football strong if I worked at it. That's like, what I'm saying though, bro. I have you talked to anyone on the football team? Have you made any friends yet? No, I haven't been anywhere, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm too. We get tested every day. I can't risk getting that. Uh, no, right. All right. What's harder, your uh, your math tests or your COVID tests? Math test, but like I'm just math, all my school tests right now. What's your major? Economics. Buckets, majoring in buckets. There it is, buckets. Three all right, all right, Jimmy. The last question we have, and we ask this to everyone, so we're hoping that you perform. Uh, do you have any questions for us? Hmm, that's a great last question. <laughs> I do have a question. For Joey, what was what was the most rewarding thing about coming here? Um, I'm living it right now. It, I think that the family of Ohio State stretches way beyond, obviously, sports and basketball and everything. There's Buckeyes everywhere, and going to Ohio State sets you up for life like no other school can. I just really, truly believe that. But also – the fact that the fact that I can go in Columbus still and I was a nobody and people recognize me is very, very cool selfishly. You, but, you you were doing your thing though. Like you were starting your own waves. I again, like, never be forgetting. Jimmy, bro. <laughs> I my the only regret, and it's not even a regret, is if TikTok was around like it is now when I was in school. You'd have had um, it, yeah. Um I'm not yeah. saying I would have been you. I don't know if anyone could be on that level, but <laughs> just saying. And the real bummer about this whole situation is the this wasn't the first thought I had when you got eligible, but I was like, Jimmy was supposed to 
carry on the he was carrying the torch this year for Tao Gang. And I, I was, was like, I was ready. I was so excited. I had every I was excited for my 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 courtside fits. I was I had it all planned out. It's a good problem though. It's a good problem. No, I'm excited to play, man. I can't wait. We are uh, excited to watch you. We're excited to hopefully get this season going soon. You know, you may know who your first game's against, but Joey and I do not. So we're we're excited. About... <laughs> You'll tell us after. <laughs> if I find out, I'm trying to find out. <laughs> oh, we're gonna scoop it. It's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jimmy. Jim, thanks, man. This has been so fun, man. Yes, Appreciate it, guys. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Right, take care. Good stuff. All right. After that interview with Jimmy Sotos, before we let you go, before we move on to NBA draft stuff next week, let's talk some gambling, real, real briefly. Super brief. Joe, you got you got some. Uh, some heartwarming moments. I got some heartbreaking moments. Why don't you start us off? Yeah, I would like to address that last night, so you're listening to this on Wednesday. Monday night, I went to Wendy's because it was really, really late, and I, and I was rushing home to get back in time for an interview that we had. And so the quickest thing I could get was Wendy's, and I went through the drive-thru. I ordered my little four-for-four, four, you know? And I didn't get four nuggets. I got, like, nine. So I was like, oh, man, I am feeling lucky. So what did I do? Because, like I said earlier, like, I literally have placed four bets the last month. And so you didn't even get ten. You got nine? Or, I mean, you didn't even get five. You got nine? No, no. Like, I ordered six, I think, literally. I didn't order four for four. But basically, I ordered, like, a, an adult version of a four for four, basically. And I was supposed to get six. Six for six. I was supposed to get six nuggets, and I had more than ten. <laughs> it was insane. So that was the second time that's happened. But anyway, um, they must think I'm super cute or something. But anyway, I <laughs> I, I um, get back, and I'm like, okay, well, I'm feeling lucky. Let's do a first, first touchdown score tonight. And I said, it's a no-brainer. Cam, bounce back. First touchdown. I tweeted it. I said, Wendy's gave me extra nuggets. Lock it in for Cam. Sure enough, he scores the first touchdown. And, and I had at least five people either text me or respond to the tweet that said, bro, you called it. I bet on that. Let's go. Thank you. So I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm kind of a big deal now. That's all. That is very impressive. I got a heartwarming – or I got a heartbreaking bad beat. Indiana Moneyline. Northwestern minus three and a half, Florida money line, Iowa money line, all hit. 20 to win 428. One game left. The Clemson Tigers head to overtime and they can't get it done. $430 down the drain. Wah, wah, wah. Another reason to hate Clemson. Yeah, that's honestly hilarious because that's the only game that I, that I would have been like, yep, that's a for sure. That, that's what I was saying. It's always those. Yep, always. That's – oh, that's so brutal. But uh, if you guys want my locks, I'll give, you, I'll give you my lock for this week, and that is Bryson DeChambeau to win the Masters. He's the favorite. He's the favorite, but in golf, the favorite is, in this case, plus 750. 
I mean, that's pretty good odds for someone who's the favorite. So take Bryson DeChambeau to win the Masters. Maybe even sprinkle a little bit on him to have the lead after the first round because he always starts hot. Or he has – he's been just hot as shit in general. But that's my, like – just like Cam was plus money as a lock, this Bryson also plus – and Cam was the the favorite to score the first touchdown in that game too. So it's not crazy what I'm saying. It's not out of left field. So take it for whatever it's worth. I'm taking – excuse me. I'm taking my winnings from the Cam and putting it on Bryson to win. Bryson first round along with another guy to win another first round. Not my lock. Though. You sound like Mel Kuyper. I'm taking Bryson to win. And I'm not saying the first round, but I will say that a lot of teams like him and Joey Molinaro. Um, I got one funny thing that I want to point out that I just saw on Twitter, and then we'll close this thing out. It's a little preview for our draft episode next week. I love that the new thing is teams will tweet, like, is LaMelo Ball the next great point guard in the NBA? Oh, yeah, like the Timberwolves and the Nuggets, like, do, like, a spotlight on – Yeah, and the Bulls do it too. Oh, it's so so funny. And, And the people on Twitter are like, no, this guy sucks. Please don't draft him. Or like stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, bro. Like, I I love when, <laughs> like, I love when uh, the Timberwolves tweet out like something like, "Would Anthony Edwards be a great fit for the Timberwolves? Like, he's the is he the next Dwayne Wade?" And it's everyone's like, "No, no, stop!" It's so funny. The Timberwolves have done it for like eight guys. It's like, bro, we all know you're trading the number one pick. So I don't know if you right now before we talk to. Um, our insider for the draft next week. Who are you predicting goes number one? I think if someone trades up, they're trading up for LaMelo. I think if there's no moves, it's Anthony Edwards. But is Anthony Edwards a good fit for the Timberwolves? Yes. Doesn't need to have the ball in his – doesn't need to – let me rephrase what I was saying. Doesn't need to get the ball to other people. He will get the ball and score. D'Angelo Russell will find him. People will double towns. They'll find him. Okay. Agree to disagree. He's a ball-dominant scorer, not a ball-dominant playmaker. That's definitely true. You know, I could – I guess, like, if I'm the Timberwolves and I have to take the first pick, that's who I'm taking. If I have to pick someone. But – and maybe maybe I'm off about this comparison, but I see it as almost a similar Wall and Beal combo, where Wall can run the offense, get to the basket, score, do all that. But if you defer to Anthony Edwards, he's either scoring or not scoring. You know, Beal's not going to be like, all right, I'm point guard this game. I'm going to have 15 assists. Yeah, like, well, I, hear you. I hear you. He's a true wing. Like, he is not – like, he is not James Harden. He's not Russell Westbrook. He's not, you know – he, he you have your, the D'Angelo Russell luxury. LaMelo Ball is only as good as, as his playmaking will let him be. Oh, yeah. No, LaMelo Ball is not what the Timberwolves want. I want LaMelo Ball for the Bulls. I think what Anthony Edwards – we'll get into all this with, with uh, this next week. But Anthony Edwards, I, I think that the Timberwolves are probably worried that it could be a Wiggins 2.0 type situation. I just – we don't – this is dumb. We're done talking about it, but, like, this is the worst draft ever to have the number one pick. Is it a deep draft? We'll we'll get into that. I'm sure there – I bet you there's more all-stars in the second round of this draft than any draft ever, but the top of it just seems super weak to me. 
So whatever, but we'll dive into that later. This is totally relevant. Go watch some Ohio State football this weekend. Get excited for basketball season. <gasps> if you want to get a nap on Saturday for the two thirty slate, three thirty slate, watch some Ohio State football. Amen. Amen. Buckle up. Drive the lane. Shout out Josh Schaffner. Go Buckeyes.